While the Monocle Weekly continues its lockdown, we've continued to keep up to speed with the great and the good from across the worlds of art and culture. This week, Monocle's own Fernando Augusto Pacheco caught up with Norwegian pop star Annie. Fernando, who's Annie? Annie Og. That was a very special interview for me. I have to say, she's been around since 2004. She released the single Chewing Gun. And Annie's quite an interesting character because, you know, clearly her songs are very much on the pop side of things. But her personality is quite indie. So she's never became like a Britney Spears or something like that. So she's quite an interesting character. And I have to say, she doesn't release albums that often. It's been 11 years. We had to wait 11 years for the new album, Dark Hearts. So it was quite exciting to speak with her, actually. Was it worth the wait? Oh, yes. Very, very much so. And it's interesting. I mean, I know you like horror. Do you believe that she recorded this in a haunted countryside house in Norway? Wow. Maybe that's why it's called Dark Hearts. (laughs) Let's take a listen. Annie, welcome to Monaco 24. Such a pleasure talking to you. I love, love your music. And it's quite exciting, actually, that you have a new album out because the only thing I would say, especially about your career, I mean, you don't release that many albums. I mean, they're quite sparse, right? So you keep your fans uh, wanting more and more from you. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I mean, this is my third album. I've done like singles and I've done collaborations with others, but this is actually my third album. So, no, it's true. I haven't really done that many albums. And is it true that you've recorded this album in a haunted country house? Tell us a bit more about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, partly. We started it actually in in Berlin when I was living there. I worked with a producer from Stockholm called Stefan Storm. So he came over to Berlin and we worked there for a couple of days. And later I went to Stockholm and we kept on working there. But Eventually, when we sort of did, I guess, the most work, I moved back to Bergen at some point. And it was like in a countryside of Bergen in a really beautiful house. It was an old house, like from the late 1700s. And it was so beautiful. But in the night, you could sort of, it was this, what do you say, these stories that it was a nun that was sort of walking in the forest just outside. It was a big, big garden and a forest then that it was a nun walking there that used to live in the house above. So you sort of had that in mind while you were working in the evenings that soon the nun will <laughs> get back <laughs> in the garden. <laughs> Do you think that actually inspired? Because, you know, even the title is called Dark Hearts. I mean, it's very much an Annie album. I mean, you know, with some sounds that you've used in the past. But I think it's a little bit, no, not haunting, but you know what I mean? I think the lyrics, you know, they're they're more dramatic, if I may say. I mean, would you agree with me or, or, or how do you say it? How would you no. define Dark Hearts? Definitely. And both me and Stefan, when we started, really wanted to do like a soundtrack to a film that didn't exist. So in a way, it was very much like we wanted to do something that was a bit haunted and really gave you big pictures and sort of, I wouldn't say scary, but at least it had some sort of uh, filmatic, bit slightly dark feeling when you listen to it. 
And any one thing about your career in general, I think it's quite interesting. Sometimes you can be like a question mark to people because at the same time you have songs that are so incredibly poppy and catchy. But then at the same time, you're very much kind of considered sometimes an indie artist. You're kind of this original figure, in my opinion. I mean, is it hard sometimes to define where, where do we put Annie? Is Annie, like, as you say, I think already in your press release, like a more Goldfrapp, more Britney Spears? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's funny you, you asked that because I remember the very first thing when I released my first album, Animal, that was the question that the record company asked me. It was like, what is Annie? We found it really hard to categorize you. Like, are you a pop singer? Are you more like an artist, like gold trap, more underground? We find it really hard to define you or to categorize you. And I guess it always been a bit like that with me, that, that they find it a bit hard to categorize me. But I'm also very, I like to sort of feel that I'm free while I'm working, that it doesn't necessarily have to be pop if, if that's not what we want to do, then uh, I do something else. But I really have to feel that kind of freedom, you know, if not for me, it's quite hard to work. So but I love melodies, you know, I love big melodies, pop melodies, but I also love productions that are maybe more slightly, what should I say, underground or... Not necessarily that pop. So I like to sort of combine it. I find that uh, much more interesting than just straight up pop or, you know, more underground. Always a mixture. Well, because even with pop, you can be very original. I mean, with some of your songs, for example, I, I do love the song Antonio. I think it's so wonderful. And I think that's a classic example, you know, very much pop, catchy, but, but there's something quite special and unique about it as well. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, and I think for us, it's always been like when we made the track, we, you know, we had this perfume, this <laughs> sort of a bit, a perfume for men that was very, it was actually a bit disgusting, but still, we kept on smelling it and just got the inspiration, you know, for Antonio, by just smelling that and creating this person called Antonio. And then this sort of girl, you know, falling in love with this guy and eventually She got pregnant and it was a bit of a tragedy. Could Antonio be Brazilian, by the way? I think I remember reading something ages he ago. He is. He is Brazilian. <laughs> I'm so happy, maybe, Annie. Maybe you know him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, let's talk about some of the songs in the new album. I think there's some excellent, excellent tracks. We've heard American Cars before, which is proper synthy. But I think you've been experimenting with new sounds as well. I think, for example, I was quite surprised with the song The Bomb, for example. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's sort of, as I said earlier, we were really much inspired by like different kind of film, film music in general, like Battlemanti and yeah, just film music in general. But we wanted sort of to, to not, you know, keep it quite dramatic. So I get the bomb is, is the most sort of, what should I say, bit dancey. And yeah, sort of the, the point where everything sort of emerges becomes really big and then it explodes into something <laughs> so yeah yeah but it's a mixture i would say and i love uh, forever 92 is there a reason why 92 or just looked good on paper well actually that is a bit of a personal song and it, it's actually about a person i was together with in 1992 he wasn't actually a very good guy but it was a sort of period of time where everything was quite exciting I was really young and, you know, I was sort of escaping from home and just being a bit of a rascal, I guess. 
<laughs> so it's it's sort of forever 92 is about that time you know 1992 well, it sounds to me like a very, very good year, I have to say. And there's one again, I mean, of course, I'm not, I'm not comparing to what we're living today. It's been a very difficult year, but the countdown to the end of the world, that's uh, an interesting title for an album released this year as well. It is. It's funny because we sort of started making the album, I guess, back in 2016. But but most of it was done like in two years because I also, you know, I got pregnant in between. Not only once, but at two babies. So it's sort of, I guess the most of the productive side was happening around one and a half year. So when Corona arrived, we felt really, it was sort of strange, you know, with the countdown to the end of the world, because it actually in some ways felt a bit like that, you know, that <laughs> what's happening now, it's all quite dramatic. But I still feel that the album isn't, you know, it's not like it's presenting the end. It's more like it's, presenting sort of a warm place to go but also sometimes a bit lonely place you know it has that combination yeah that's that's a, that's a very good point and any of course we're talking i mean you don't release that many albums but of course you're also a dj right so i think in between albums you've did quite a lot of kind of collaborations and you've played in clubs and and do you still do that yeah i do that i mean i was djing just last weekend and I'm going to have a gig in two weeks. So even though, I mean, it's harder now, you know, to have gigs. Many of the clubs are closed or many of them, you know, you don't get that many people in. So usually I just play gigs, you know, for like 200 people at most. But I do some gigs and I really enjoy it. I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a music nerd. So I love to find new records and play it out and just... At parties, I always prefer to be the DJ than the one who was just hanging out, so... Well, yeah, it's, it's fun. I would love to hear uh, one of your sets. And, and Annie, I know you've worked with you know, a Swedish producer in this album. But one thing I have to say, of course, we know that Sweden has an amazing history when it comes to pop music. But I've been noticing there's quite a lot of kind of uh, newer Norwegian acts. I think Norway is actually doing quite well musically as well. Do you enjoy the Norwegian music scene? What do you have to say about it? I think it's really exciting and you know you have pop artists like Sigrid but you also have really good like interesting smaller acts coming up so no it's really creative and lots of things happening so it's definitely as much as you know there's always good acts in Denmark and Sweden but Norway is definitely on the map and has some of the greatest artists I think. And let's talk about, you know, the album will be released in October. Some countries are opening up, others not. I mean, it's going to be mm. a completely different strategy, the way you're going to market and the way you're going to promote or, or, or sing the songs of the album, right? It is, for sure. So it's sort of been a bit of a, both exciting, but also a bit like, oh my God, what are we doing now? You know, it's, it's such a big change from just a year ago. No, I'm definitely going to try to to do as many gigs as I possibly can. But of course, I have to do some things online and we, we are coming up with different ideas when the album is coming out. And, you know, you just have to be smart and, and do things differently. And that's I think that's good. But also it's challenging, of course. No, very much so. And, and Annie, I don't know if you have any kind of tour plan in the future, but I, I do generally hope that you come to London as well. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, if it's opening up, I would love to, you know, travel basically everywhere. And I hope to do some live gigs as well, because I'm really excited to present these songs. Do you have a favorite song in the album, by the way? 
Well, I think personally for me, I think Corridors of Time is quite special to me. That was one of the first tracks we did. And it's very, it's sort of, when I wrote it, I, I had, you know, my aunt and uncle that I've been really close to. I was sort of imagining because they were always dancing. So I had this thought about them dancing, but then also a young girl dancing. So you just have two pictures of, you know, a really young girl thinking about a future and then an old couple looking back, you know, at how how it was when they were young. So sort of these two looking in the future and looking in the past. <laughs> well, yeah. that's wonderful. Annie, listen, thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure talking to you here on Monaco 24. Fernando Augusto Pacheco there talking to Norway's Annie. Do check out her new album when you can and keep an eye on the Monaco Weekly webpage for more interviews from across culture. I've been Augusto Magellari. This chat was edited by Jack Dewars. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>